the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 345, and we begin with number 2697. Prayer is the life of the new heart. It ought to animate us every moment, but we tend to forget him who is our life and our all. This is why the fathers of the spiritual life in the Deuteronomic and prophetic traditions insist that prayer is a remembrance of God, often awakened by the memory of the heart. We must remember God more often than we draw breath. But we cannot pray at all times. If we do not pray at specific times, consciously willing it. These are the special times of Christian prayer, both in intensity and duration. The tradition of the church proposes to the faithful certain rhythms of praying intended to nourish continual prayer. Some are daily, such as morning and evening prayer, grace before and after meals, the liturgy of the hours. Sundays, centered on the Eucharist, are kept holy primarily by prayer. The cycle of the liturgical year and its great feasts are also basic rhythms of the Christian's life of prayer. The Lord leads all persons by paths and in ways pleasing Him, pleasing to Him, and each believer responds according to his heart's resolve and the personal expressions of his prayer. However, Christian tradition has retained three major expressions of prayer, vocal, meditative, and contemplative. They have one basic trait in common, composure of heart. This vigilance in keeping the word and dwelling in the presence of God makes these three expressions intense times in the life of prayer. Through his word, God speaks to man. By words, mental or vocal, our prayers take flesh. Yet it is most important that the heart should be present to him to whom we are speaking in prayer. Whether or not our prayer is heard depends not on the number of so- number of words, but on the fervor of our souls. Vocal prayer is an essential element of the Christian life. To his disciples, drawn by their master's silent prayer, Jesus teaches a vocal prayer, the Our Father. He not only prayed aloud the liturgical prayers of the synagogue, but, as the Gospels show, he raised his voice to express his personal prayer, from exultant blessing of the Father to the agony of Gethsemane. The need to involve the senses in interior prayer corresponds to a requirement of our human nature. We are body and spirit, and we experience the need to translate our feelings externally. We must pray with our whole being to give all power possible to our supplication. This need also corresponds to a divine requirement. God seeks worshipers in tr- in spirit and in truth, and consequently living prayer that rises from the depths of the soul. He also wants the external expression that associates the body with interior prayer, for it renders him that perfect homage which his due. Because it is external and so thoroughly human, vocal prayer is the form of prayer most readily accessible to groups. Even interior prayer, however, cannot neglect vocal prayer. Prayer is internalized to the extent that we become aware of him to whom we speak. Thus, vocal prayer becomes an initial form of contemplative prayer. Father Larry. All right. Well, Bill, uh, today we're looking at more in uh, sort of the the concrete nature of prayer. And we're looking at uh, vocal prayer. And and then next time we'll get into meditation. And so um, the one thing that struck me when we were uh, when you were reading this is that it says to pray always, we must pray sometimes. And I think a lot of times people say, yeah, I pray all the time. And 
Um, I mean, yes, I think some people kind of do, but are we really praying at set times and giving God um, sort of undistracted time where we lift up our minds and our hearts to God? And I think the key with prayer, especially vocal prayer, when we pray with our words or you read prayers or you're praying a novena or a rosary or these types of prayers, which we call vocal, which we say out loud or we can read uh, to ourselves or know by memory. These are vocal prayers is, is our heart into it. You know uh, I mean, even the mass, I mean, sometimes you're at mass and you know, we, at the preface, you say the Lord be with you and with your spirit, lift up your hearts, you know, and people like, you know, we lift them up to the Lord, but they, it just seems like they're half asleep. I'm not necessarily sure if they're totally into prayer, but we have to have our hearts in it. And so, you know, one thing to consider in this is that we should have some set vocal prayers. I think, you know, every Catholic should know the Hail Mary, the Our Father, the Glory Be. Um, you know, Catholics should know uh, how to pray the Holy Rosary, the parts of the Mass. These are all beautiful prayers. Uh, it, as it said, we should pray grace before meals. It's, um, you know, we're not pagans. We don't just like jump in and start, you know, attacking the food we should bless the food before we eat it um you know and maybe you know just like the morning offering these are all beautiful prayers but once again uh, i quote saint jose maria he says uh slowly consider what you are saying to whom it is being said and by whom for that hurried talk without time for reflection is just empty noise and with saint Teresa, i tell you that however much you work your lips, I do not call it prayer. And so what uh, St. Jose Maria is saying is that if we pray vocal prayers, which we ought to, that we sh our hearts should be into it. So once again, prayer is lifting up our hearts and minds to God. And when we pray vocal prayers, we have to work on praying it uh, slowly with attention. I know with myself, especially the Holy Mass, you know, when I'm praying the words, you know, it's been your second Mass or sometimes your third, right? It's just got to slow it down, you know? You are addressing the Almighty Father. And when you pray, you're talking to God. And he is he does love when we talk to him. But when we talk, sort of concentrate on who we're talking to and what we're saying to Almighty God.